Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Welcome in, guys, being dudes. You know, and just to, to get things started off, and, and I know people are saying, you know, people are probably jumping up and down, talk, thinking about their life, thinking about their, their sons and daughters and their goals. Just, 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 Jared, not right now, Jared, but just to give you a little context, if you're not t tuned in with the media and uh, if you're not, you know, on Twitter or if you're just off the grid, um, me, number one host of uh, Guys Being Dudes Fantasy Football, took a bad. Scooter fall this past Monday, concussion, some staples in the noggin. Uh, I was listed as questionable la as soon as la as recent as last night. This morning improved to uh, to doubtful, but then look at this. I'm on the field. People are comparing me to the comebacks of J.J. Watt, Julian Edelman. Any other you, any others come to mind about just raw comebacks of? Tiger Woods is one that that's been thrown around, um, and it just—it's really humbling. It really means a lot to hear the fans just know know where I was last night. And this is this is not a joke. Last night, I was in so much pain. I went to the hospital, and they said, "You know, good to see you, bud. Um, you're good. Why don't you sign this this iPad forty eight times?" Mm -hmm. So that's how I'm doing. Um, right. Right, they wouldn't give me anything stronger. <laughs> That's what I wanted. So are you give me the drip? Are you doc. in a normal state of mind right now? Or are you yeah. you know oh, I'm, talk to me about I what am, you're feeling? I'm, omega three. I'm like I think I maybe OD'd on omega three. Extra strength Tylenol. Just off the wazoo. Some Bayer aspirin. That's the good stuff. Yeah, that's the good stuff. Bayer aspirin. Yeah. We got a very special guest in the, very on the show today, and if you don't guest. know, uh, we got some. This is a legit show we have here. We got stickers. We got freaking stickers on the show, so I'm handing out my stickers to different guys and dudes, you know, in the streets. Of course, dudes can be either guys or gals, and this kid goes, "Oh, no way!" I'm I'm said, "Yo, you're in a fantasy." He said, "Yeah, very in a fantasy. That's all I do." I said, "Oh, this guy's speaking my language. I like I like what I'm hearing." And uh, I said, you know, you know, we're always looking for guests. You know, we can we we can uh, put you, you know, through our uh, training process. You know, through our uh, agent and blah blah blah. And he says, you know what? I got you. Don't worry. Sends me his little little dinky uh, report that he made. I'll check it out. I'll see what it is. Fifty freaking pages, man. In our midst today, we have a mythical figure. There's legend of him. The Coracle. I like that. <laughs> How you doing, Corey? I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here. I appreciate you guys bringing me on. I'm getting ready to talk some Week 8 football. Oh, my oh, God. Yo. You're just speaking my Board language right bread. now. You know, if there's a few, the proud, the brave, the, the faces for podcasts. The look fantasy at, football nerds. Yeah, look at the four of us go. Wow, we got a lot to talk about. We are approaching the halfway mark of the fantasy season. I am super excited, feeling great, you know, just chalked up on all the Tylenol Advil my little my little stummy wummy could handle. Um, 11? Nice. Yeah. Pretty early day well. for you, huh? Listen to, uh, listen to Jesus is King, and uh, let me just First tell thoughts, you, first thoughts, let's hear it. I am still very much Jewish. That's my... <laughs> hey, there we go. I'm still... I was hoping to get converted. If someone's going to do it, it's Kanye... <laughs> Did not pull through with that goal there. Uh, Wait, does that mean we have three Jews in the booth? 
Mark. <laughs> if anything, score one for the home team. There you go. If anything, that that album is gonna convert you out of Christianity, in my opinion. Um, the the key is you got to go into it with a new mindset. You can't you can't go into it to it with the Kanye standard. You got to go into it with a with with you know blank slate. Uh, hold up, hold up, Jared. Something's yeah. wrong with your mic. I think it's a good thing. I don't, I'm not sure I got much insight. Jared, want to try that. again? Speak again. Yeah, some you're gonna have to go kiss Michael over there. Something is wrong with your mic. Um, jeez. Try one more time, buddy. Oh, what's up, dude? Jared, try one more time. Oh, what's up, dude? And I don't know. Maybe just yeah, we'll see. So, Texas football. Let's get oh, into okay. it. Um, you know. Came all the way out here from California. I wanted to, I wanted to get into that college football scene. I wanted to get excited. Ooh, Texas football, that's a big program. And you know, I got a little taste that to that of that greatness last year. Yeah. Just in the thick of it. It was a good year last I'm, year. I'm pretty much I'm I've I've accepted that my experience with Texas football as an undergrad here is over. Come on. It's not over. It's just mediocre. No, but like but I'm talking about the about being very excited to go to a game. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, go, showing up to the Kansas game, I wasn't excited at all. You went? I did go. I My parents Big came ticket, in last I week had... for the game, and a few weeks ago, when they were deciding which weekend to come and which game to come for, I said, you should not come to Kansas. It's not going to be an exciting game. <laughs> I said that. And my dad said, it's my birthday that weekend. Let's We're going to come oh, in. We don't, really care about, we don't really care about the game as much. Boy, was I wrong. That was maybe the most stress I've ever been at the stadium. Or no, but more, you know, for 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 a game that small of a name, the opponent way up there in stress. <laughs> Jeez, uh, we I'm, I'm mumbling my we words. We look pretty bad. We look very bad. We should. We I need. Mean, we, we need some. Game. We need starters back. It's it's bad. Health is terrible. O line is terrible. Defense is te- worse than terrible. It's we're, getting bad. We're the worst at everything there is to to do. Kansas's D line did better than our D line that game. Which is saying something. I mean, my favorite stat. Let's hear it. The only team in college football to have negative punt return yards. That's impressive. I think it was eight punt returns for negative five yards on the season. Throwback to, I mean, to clapping to to for Duvernay. Literally, like, a fair I mean, the, every game you watch, someone punts the ball, you catch the ball, he mindlessly runs for like seven yards and then gets tackled. Well, right. I guess we can't do that. Here we go. Here's some fun stats Texas ranks 130. Out of 130 FBS teams in fourth quarter points allowed, 130 out of 130 for missed tackles, 126. That one doesn't surprise me. 126 out of 130 in pass defense, and out of Power Five teams, 62 out of 64 in total defense. Hashtag Todd send Todd to Orlando. How did you start that? That's mine. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, let's just let's just talk about it this week. Okay. Because we are coming into this game as not the favorites. Crazy. To TCU, who have negative wins above Rush replacement of, at quarterback. Their QB's terrible. Doesn't and they're, they're coming in with the worst uniforms I've ever seen my entire life. The red and the purple. Red and the purple. It's awful. And we're going to come in with our icy whites, and I would not be surprised ESPN if we disappoint. favored by one. It, oh, we are now. We were line has moved in our favor. Yeah, it it started out as them being minus three. All right. Well, let's hear some score predictions. We might have even t- we not, might not even talk Texas football next week. I was really excited to sing the song again this year on the air, but it looks oh, like it might well, not. Maybe happen. maybe there's some good things that came out maybe. of us being bad. All right. Thirty four twenty eight Texas. Mike. Uh, so I, I'm going with 38 to 31. I think Decker makes a couple of nice kicks late in the game to ice it. He is one of our lone bright spots. Oh he's a draft. He pick. might be the. He's a draft pick. He needs yeah, to. Absolutely. He needs to stay all four years. Dicker, Dicker, Dixon. <laughs> Imagine if both were on the same team at once. We would win Impossible. every special team. Imagine battle. if Dicker goes to the Seahawks. Wow. 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 We would have. Then we could have a Dicker minute of the Dicker week as well. Who wants that up for grabs? Jared see. or Noah? Oh, I got. Yes. Well, Noah gets sweet. it. Sweet. I'm going to go 30-24, Texas. I'm kind of disappointed we don't have anyone going for – are you going to go for TCU? I can't. I've yeah. picked us in every game. Uh, 31-27. Oh, 
All right. Well, this has just been... Ugh, I just hate to talk about it. This we, has been awful. Let's move on to some interesting stuff. All right. Last night we, we had now. Vikings versus the Redskins. Uh, Dalvin Cook, again, just getting it done on the ground and through the air. What a stud. Uh, shout out Michael for the top five fantasy running back prediction at the beginning of the season. Clear cut number two back in fantasy. Diggs continues to get it done. What a whirlwind of emotions we've had there. <laughs> um, my big winner of last night is... A.D. I did it. You did it. You didn't mess it up. Getting fed just like the coaches said he would. He looks good, too. He looks, I mean, fine. That's a tough run defense, and he's just putting up four yards of carry. Kind of reminds me of. uh, Catching some balls as well. Kind of reminds me of, like, Royce Freeman and just the production. Let me Hear me out. Hear me out. Royce Freeman, just one of the most consistent fantasy producers. You get your seven, eight points a week. You throw him in your flex. Maybe get a touchdown. You maybe get an upside week. He's the number 21 uh, running back in, in football Royce right now. Royce or Adrian? What? Royce or Adrian? I mean, going forward rest of the season, Royce. No, I'm, I'm saying, like, who's the 21? Oh, Royce's. Adrian's oh, okay. like 40-something because of the beginning of the season. But I think going forward, you can expect oh, that yeah, nice floor from him. I agree. McLaurin, great The real half. bright spot of the team. Right, but, but just disappeared in the second half. It's sad, though, because if Colt stays in the game, I think he's still going to keep feeding him. Yeah. Dwayne Haskins is terrible. Yeah. He looks awful. Like, he looks awful. It's trash. He it looks like Josh Rosen last keep year. Any other word, adjectives it's, you have to describe how it's bad the man's Haskins like is? third, second, third game of he his career. Kyler let's, can d- get it done. Let's, let's cut some slack. A little bit of slack. Cut, give him a, just cut the general slack? Give him a little bit of slack. All right. He, just because he looks terrible doesn't mean he is terrible. Well, you said he's garbage. It's that just, was the first thing you said. It's just tough to see McLaurin, who's, who is one of the – what? Haskins. Uh, Jared doesn't okay. have a mic in front of him, but he just Stop said just, Dwayne Haskins is a bust. You cannot – yeah, it was a terrible radio. His, in his, in his second mic. game in his career, third game, whatever it is. Yeah, that quarterback situation is up in the air. I mean, the only – hope we have is uh dan snyder selling the team <laughs> <laughs> that's hope for all of nfl at least the nationals are good because other than other than the nationals shove his face into the mic please no one else in washington is good all right what, do people not watch hockey down here in texas <laughs> the caps are pretty good oh that's true of etchkin um, they have no uh they have no baseball teams that are Excuse me, in the, world the nationals oh yeah Forgot about oh, that. Oh, everyone here from Texas might not want to talk about that. No, yeah, uh, let's not. talk about that as much as possible. No, well, this is we have a, a lot Houston of Astros. We have a lot of can we, can, can we turn this into an MLB podcast? You guys real can quick? do that next semester on right. your own time. All right. Fantasy news. We got a lot of stuff going down this week. Trade deadline is Tuesday. We'll get that into that in a minute. If you're just joining us, this is Guys Being Dudes Fantasy Football. You can follow us on Twitter at Dudes Football. Find our podcast on the iTunes podcast store. I don't know what the official name there is josh gordon a lot of preseason hype for the patriots two ir but this is an interesting one you know patriots are all about production don't care about names much and as soon as uh what's the what's the thing here what's the the rigmarole he can be waived when he is deemed once he's healthy i believe this is the team being generous towards him and basically saying we're gonna let you get to 100 percent on the team He's on the IR, and then once he's at 100%, I believe they're going to cut him, which would leave him open to being signed by any team. Yeah. And so, I mean, what's the fantasy implication? Do you? I mean, I guess if you have an IR slot, you're obviously... I mean, even if you don't, him. I'd still hold on to... If you're still holding on to someone like Antonio Brown... There's no... Who's record. doing that? Who's, there's, he's still are. decently <laughs> owned. Okay, well, that's a keeper league. I have to. Okay, fair. <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't know what to do with this. Uh, if you're on, if you, I, I really don't think he's gonna he's gonna play again. Agreed. Uh, this year, uh, Carryon Johnson to IR. As a Lions Ooh. fan, this is a tough one. You know, the, the Lions are so much better than the record shows, and just and, and you know, just he, they said he was out out a few weeks, and then they sent him to IR, and it's just I feel so bad for Matthew Stafford. He's he is one of the saddest careers. I mean, the lion. This is the lions. The story of the lions stars. He's constantly. He, some years he's off, but then and he. I mean, he's compared to like Pat Mahomes this year by a lot of people. Like, as like the top three talent in the league, but they just can't get it done. The defense looks terrible, and I'll and okay. I had my time last week to ram. <laughs> Take a breath. But um, sending away my only 
Longhorn on the Lions to Seattle. Quandre Diggs for terrible value. And it looks like they're throwing the season away. We'll see. But carry on Johnson IR. This brings up some new names. Another Johnson, Ty. It's been getting a ton of hype, especially in a really juicy matchup this week against the Giants. And we have another back, J.D. McKissick, who's been the satellite passing back guy there. Mike, you're ho- hogging the mic. That's why they call him Mike. Well, I was going to say something when you're giving your little heart, heart-to-heart spiel right, well, on between, the Lions. But... Between those two backs, obviously Ty Johnson's been the bigger waiver wire pickup. A lot of fab being spent on him. Um, what do you guys see in the outlook for this week for those two guys? Remember, this is this is Edmonds, you know, this random rookie that put up 129 yards and three touchdowns this week against the Giants. Do you see these guys putting up some kind of performance like that? Well, I'll say with the Cardinals, Edmonds was more of – he was the only back featured, really. Mm. And this Lions offense, I think, is going to feature McKissick and Ty, which definitely isn't a bad thing. It, I mean, I still think they're both, you know, very low-end twos, probably flex plays. And I would definitely put the edge to Johnson at this point. Yeah. I mean, Ty Johnson got the work when Carrion was out last week. I love him as a flex play. Um you know, especially if you have the bye weeks plaguing you. Um, but McKissick is definitely, a, for me, a stash in, in, in deeper leagues. I mean, he looks really good. Yeah. I mean, he's with been, the opportunities given. He's been great in the passing game, uh, especially in this matchup. I mean, he's a deeper league, pretty comfortable flex play. I mean, they're going to be testing out both backs. I think this is not going to be as, I mean, I don't know how much the Lions are favored by, but I think it's going to be a closer game than people think. Lions are seven point favorites. Damn, look at that. Uh, yeah, I think I want to take the Giants in, the, in that spread, actually, just because of how bad the defense has been. Any thoughts? Pretty much covered it. I'm pretty much the smartest guy ever. I think that Lions offense, the, the Giants defense pass-wise is as as bad as it gets. Yeah. They have size on the D-line, but Kyle didn't week, need that, to do anything last week. Exactly, and part of that has to do with Cliff's offense and the Arizona Cardinals loving to spread the ball out, which leaves those zone rushing lanes wide open for Edmonds, whoever's in there. Mm-hmm. But it, when you get down, to, when you get down to it, Stafford is night and day one of the significantly better at throwing the ball and running an offense than Kyler Murray and Cliff are at this point. And I think Stafford could be in line for a big week. And I don't know oh, that yeah. Detroit's going to need to run the ball this week, and they might have a little time to figure it out. Well, big think- week for Kenny Galladay. Agreed. Ooh. Yeah. What about Marvin Jones? I think he's going to go back to being Marvin Jones. I think they're oh, both going to have good weeks. Who's covering either of them? Exactly. Patrick Peterson. Oh, wait, wait. Okay. Yeah, exactly. No, he, he is, out of the way. He is exactly. he's playing this week. No, no, but, but the wrong, I don't know why that was a brain fart. They're playing the Giants. Oh. Exactly. So it's going <laughs> to be Jackrabbit. Janoris Jenkins is going to Oh, jeez. He's, he's been bad. Garbage. Oh, Eli Apple. Oh. oh exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Will Fuller, pretty bad injury. Um, Classic Will Fuller. You can drop him. Like. It's just you got us. You got your one week. Who you got your one? Your, your Sammy Watkins. You get your one week. Your Will Fuller. You got your one week. <laughs> there you go. You know you, that's that's all you're gonna get. Um, the big this, news though. This brings up uh, some opportunity for Kenny Stills and Kiki QT between those two guys. Yeah. You have a favorite. Definitely Kenny Stills. Not even close. Yeah, I think it's Agreed. pretty clear. I think he's the guy that takes the top off that offense. Pick up Kiki though, because Kenny Stills has never been able to be healthy, and last year with. Fuller and Stills. Well, they didn't have Stills, but or when he was hurt and Fuller hurt, QT went off in the playoffs. Had that ten catch, hundred ten yard game yeah. against the Colts. Just stash Kiki. I think Stills has a great week uh, this week. Raiders are terrible with those long. Hey, well, long they goals. lost Gary and Conley. That's all I have to say. Okay, Gary and Conley's terrible. Well, I think the the chance of Stills getting a 50, 60 yard bomb play this week are, are, are much are, higher than any other week. Yeah, and I it think seems like all of his likely. catches are at least twenty yards. I think you could safely start any offensive player in this game. This game seems to me like there's going to be no defense in it, and yeah. just points are going to be That's across true. the board. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, moving on to the other side of the ball, Tyrell Williams, plantar fasciitis, making a miraculous recovery, limited all three days in practice, chance to play this week. Don't know if he will. What do you guys think? Also, Josh Jacobs fully practicing, or not practicing at all, but they're saying he's going to play. The whole O-line, though, is back to practicing and probably going to be playing. You know what that means. Smash mouth football. Smash mouth football against this terrible Texans defense. What's that Josh Jacobs injury looking like? It's just a soldier injury. He said he injured it on the first run of the day 
against the Packers. Played the whole game, well. isn't practicing, and they're saying it's not a big deal. He's just going to play. Yeah, he's looking great. Uh, Kamara and Breeze both practicing. Drew Breeze declared that he will play this week. Why do you bring him in? You have to buy next week. You're playing the Cardinals. I mean, I, I don't think there's any way he plays. But, I mean, here's a, here's a, here's something I, I've been struggling with. I have Stafford and Brissett. Both have been great in my money league. Breeze is it's a ten it's a ten man league. Breeze is on the on the wire. Who do I drop for him? Do I drop either of them for him? They've been so good. I if I may, I think Stafford might be the guy to drop just because Brissett's playing behind arguably the best offensive line in football. They have an established ground game. And now Detroit, a team that really likes to run the ball primarily, they they lost their number one running back and a guy who was more than capable of carrying the load, although huh. the last couple of years he hasn't really had the opportunity. <laughs> yeah. So I think you play matchups. I don't think one guy trumps the but other I'm two. I'm considering not dropping. I mean, not dropping either because Breeze. Has I think not- Drew Brees has more name value than actual fantasy right, value. Like last thing. year, he had those two games where he went off at the beginning of the year and then finished as like quarterback nine. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm even gonna if I'm even gonna pull the trigger. I mean, we got we got uh, Stafford with two great matchups. He's got. Uh, He's got the Giants, and then he's got Oakland, and then after, do you disagree, Jared? Give me some I dirty looks. I completely agree. Okay, thanks there. Uh, and then Brissett, like the Coracle said, I mean, is just looking sweet, looking like great behind that O line. So I don't know if I'm even gonna make the move. Camara um, and Breeze against the Bears this week. Com- I mean, Latavius Murray, jeez, last week. I mean, wow, what a stud. <laughs> I mean, I think it's more going to be more of a split this week between those two, between Kamara and Latavius well, Murray. Assuming he, he plays, which assuming yeah, Kamara yeah. plays. I mean, otherwise, Latavius Murray, what is he like? You start him, top twenty. Even back. even is against he... the Bears, you start him. I mean, the Cardinals' For defense is Bears. The Cardinals, okay. Cardinals' defense isn't as bad as people think, and I think getting yeah. uh, Patrick Peterson back from suspension is a huge lift that gives a lot of. That gives the defensive coordinator more opportunity to send pressure at the quarterback, which, as we know, a guy like Drew Brees is not as mobile, doesn't have as strong of an ability to counteract yeah. that. So probably not going to. And the offense is rocking and rolling. I don't know why you take that risk. Why change anything up? You, if you start Drew Brees and he comes in and throws a pick or two because he's rusty, you're making that game more competitive than it should have been. Right. Let him rest. Let him get back to 100 percent. And get ready to make your Super Bowl push. What do you guys see push? the number one uh, fantasy receiver Michael Thomas doing? I mean, Patrick Peterson, how old is he? 36? He's an old guy, but he's no, fresh. He's like 34. 30, 31, 32. He's not that old. Oh, sorry. P- apologies, Patrick and the family. The Peterson family. 29. Jesus. That was 36. Way Woo! Where did that come from? That's the concussion talking. Um, but, yeah, Michael Thomas, definitely temper your expectations. You're still starting him, obviously. Um, Do not temper your expectations. Really, he, I ten targets again, s- seven catches maybe, upwards of a hundred and thirty yards again. I think that the I think they want to slow this game down. I don't think they want to k- get give Kyler the ball. Um, I think he, I think he goes. I think that plays into Michael Thomas over game. over under on eighty five yards there. Over. I mean, I'm last week under. they did the exact same. I mean, they do the same thing every week where they pound the football. I mean, last week Latavius had 27 carries, but Michael Thomas still had an incredible game. So I think, yeah, well, because of Michael Thomas is literally because of him being like the best, one of the best possession receivers, and not necessarily a deep threat, he can be successful. So when over you're under 85 yards. Over. Mm. I'm gonna say under because I I'm don't know. Under. If, I don't know if it's that type of game for them. I you're think the, they've been playing some. Again, like the Raiders, they're playing heavy-hitting smash yeah. football, letting their defense and special teams win them games and having their quarterback not have to push the envelope and really just letting Teddy play to win and not putting him in a position where he has to take a real risk and make a mistake. They're going to get some capital or He's some money He's had one game Teddy. under 85 yards, and it was the first game of the year. Cool. That's saying something. So the, this guy, this guy you, is bud. incredible at football. Yeah. So you should be easy for you, right? I think so. I think you. That's I'll take the right? over. I think it gets like 95, 95 to one hundred right. yards. Well, I mean, I, I'm kind of liking the split. We got me and the Coracle on this side. Obviously, the two higher football IQ, smarter guys. Calm down the two, over there. The two comical reliefs on the other side of the ball. Other side of the ball. This right. is the ball. The Here's the big the news in the NFL. What's that? The trade deadline is Tuesday. Mm. 
Already seen some trades. Emmanuel Sanders to the 49ers. Mohamed Sanu to the Pats for a second rounder. Robbie Anderson could be on the move. Raiders are interested. Let's talk about the fantasy impact of the Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Shout out my middle name. Uh, is it really? Probably, probably TMI there. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, let's get. But for the for the viewers, but what do we see on uh, for both of these teams? 49ers, obviously the number one receiver for that team coming in. Uh, really, no fantasy relevance for anyone, any one of the uh, 49ers receivers. How comfortable are you starting in this week against the Panthers? Uh, I'm comfortable with it. He's coming from an offense in Denver, I believe, a Scangrello's offense, where it's a very comparable style to Kyle Shanahan's office. The verbiage is the same, and I think he should be able to step in and immediately know exactly what Kyle Shanahan's asking him yeah, to do. Yeah, it's a veteran. He's just a like a possession guy, really good at football. Flex um, play. I'm not too excited about playing in week one. Panthers have been pretty competent on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I guess it's more of a, yeah, if you're bye week, that kind of thing. Um, it's if I, you have to play him, you play him. I do but, like yeah. the uptick in floor that this trade proposes for Manuel Sanders. I think he should see a lot more uh, targets and maybe be a safer, maybe a lower ceiling because of the play style of the Niners and their run game, but a slight boost to his fantasy production. What about for the Broncos? Corlin's uh, son it just, still starting yeah, It's just him. proving that Cortland Sunders is the number one. He's going to be the number one. Cool. He's what about very good uh, at football? Yeah, you want to? <laughs> we got Noah. If- we know Cortland Sutton is yeah, still know, going to be Cortland yeah, Sutton. Cortland a Sutton. potential name to look at was my one of the guys I had on my waiver watch this week, Deshaun Hamilton, mm. who can potentially step up and be the the number He's two guy player. in the offense and be the slot go to guy for Joe Flacco, which I mean has retained value. Emmanuel Sanders has been a good player, right? He's cooled off the last couple of weeks, but I think he. If he actually gets a full workload, he can be a someone you should have on your team. I think that this guy will be owned in 12-man leagues in two weeks. And I think that get him before you're wasting a waiver wire pick. Other guy you could see an uptick in production, Noah Fantastic. Noah Fantasy. You know, really? that was my Noah Fantasy. What are you talking my, about yourself? I know. Sure. It was my name, but people are starting to – this guy Noah Font didn't really know who he was. <laughs> really a nobody in the game, but, you know – you started for uh, starting tight end for an NFL team. Did you hear team. about his injury this week? Which, After pra- which one are you talking about? Yeah, Noah, he Noah talked about the scooter. No, different, different, different Noah. Noah the worst team. Noah. Right. Did you hear about it? What's that? After practice, he was cutting off his athletic tape and cut himself, and he didn't practice today because of it. Where did he cut himself? I have his absolutely foot. no idea. His foot? His foot. Aren't trainers supposed to be doing uh, that for you? I Every, both Noah fantasies making bad decisions this Plus, week. Plus, like, they give you, like, specific athletic scissors that are rounded. It's like safety scissors. It's basically. like the ones the bus drivers have to cut a seatbelt. It's exactly. like you can't actually touch the blade. <laughs> Guys being dudes fantasy where we break down scissors. scissors. Lo- gotta love it. Last week it was the spider. <laughs> this week it's scissors. Can't wait Going for next further week. into scissors, um, what is the NFL going to do about this problem? You know, we have, I'm just kidding. All <laughs> right. But let's go to the other trade. Noah Fantasy, but I, I think he's going to become a relevant name too. Other side of the other trade we're talking about, uh, Muhammad Sanu, this Patriots offense just keeps cycling him in, in and out. Let's bring this guy in, put that guy out. It's like a factory, and it's a high production factory. Uh, let's start in the Patriots. I mean, Muhammad Sanu, I guess you're seeing. Does he go to the wide receiver two immediately? For yeah, the- I, I he, the dude's a freakish athlete. Not yeah. to mention the ball that he can throw it further than Tom and gives them that. <laughs> what's the over under? He's their next quarterback. <laughs> what's the he 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 no, can throw the ball what's over the over else. under on the amount of weeks before we see Muhammad Sanu p- p- pass <laughs> this week? This week? I mean, what I I think Bill. No, no. What's the what's, I think the over under is let's, let's go one point five. I'm going to take the under. I'll take the over. I, I think he goes this You're week. You're taking the we under? Saw Antonio Obviously. Brown, his first week there, Bill wants to get them incorporated. I think they might want to just immediately add that layer to the offense and show teams they have to defend I mean, they're it. Playing the, they're playing the Browns. They're going to be ahead by 50, 60, 70 points <laughs> in the first quarter. Um, keep in mind, Browns have two guys coming back. Coracle, what are their names? Yeah, both cornerbacks. <laughs> Denzel Ward and Greedy Williams coming back. I They've like been this dealing guy. with hamstring injuries, which... For speed positions like cornerback, I never really like to see any type of lower body injury. But Dom coming back is uh, very helpful for that defense. They've been missing some help on the outside. 
That being said, I'm not sure how salvageable the season is for the Browns. Yeah, I mean, obviously, but Edelman, you're starting every week. Sanu are kind of, I mean, who do you want to start, Sanu or Sanders? Neither. Emmanuel. I'd start Emmanuel just because I know the Patriots get weird with their offense sometimes. Yep. I, guy, I, I trust Emmanuel more in week one than I would trust Mohamed Sanu. One guy to still keep your eye on in the Patriots offense, Philip Dorsett. Touchdown. Keep talking about him. <laughs> hey, you got the touchdown last week. I made the mistake of starting Jamison Crowder over him. And, you know, I, gotta, I gotta drink my own juice, okay? Louder with Crowder. <laughs> uh, Philip Dorsett, send Josh Gordon out, Mohamed Sanu in. I don't think the volume there is going to change that much. He might be able to produce a little better, but Philip Dorsett still like a nice, solid touchdown upside flex play. Um, how about for the Falcons? I mean, huge amount of buzz for Calvin Ridley. 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 Believe it or not. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I love mean, him as a trade target. We'll talk. We'll talk about that later. But Julio, I mean, it kind of stays the same. I Julio's feel like. Julio. It's Matt just Mohamed Sanu's a definitely a red zone target for the Falcons. Not yeah. that he has that many red zone touchdowns this year. Just the Falcons' offense has been reeling a little bit all year. But I'm kind of just one last thing to take away from Julio and Calvin. I'm kind of praying Calvin doesn't do well this week, so they have the bye next week, so I can go trade for him. The guys are gonna say I don't want him on the bye. And you should go trade for him. I saw a really impressive stat. When he gets over six targets a game, he is a top, I think it was top 16 uh, fantasy receiver, like on average. So uh, he's going to start seeing more looks, and I, lo- I love him going forward. Robbie Anderson, trade rumors, just rumors. We can get back to that later. Let's talk about last week of fantasy football. Biggest winner on the week, and this is a tough one, uh, is the Cardinals running game. Chase Edmonds looks incredible. He looks like a season back, uh, three touchdowns on the ground. But the big question mark is around David Johnson. Let's turn to the Coracle because I know he just knows more about me than on, on this. What you got on David Johnson? Um, this one, actually, I'm not as familiar with. I do know that they picked up two running backs, I believe. Zach Center and Alfred Morris. Exactly. So they picked up two, and that to me screams, well, I think the only reason he was even active last week was because There's, they had no one else. Well, their third string was also injured, so they that was their only two healthy backs on the roster. Exactly. So I think I think Cliff maybe tries to ex- draw this out, see how long it goes, but I think this is another situation where you sit him and play it safe, don't take the risk, because when you start someone like that, and it's been more than clear that Chase Edmonds can at least pick up for that lack of production, if not yeah, exacerbate it. I've heard... Murmurs about him, about uh, David Johnson possibly being on the block. So, yeah, I mean, you really don't know. With the trade deadline coming up, there are so many players that could be on the move. I just, I, I this week I'm sitting David Johnson just out of, For out sure. of caution. And you know, we you hate to see it. Last year, David Johnson finishes the RB ten, and was still a disappointment from where you drafted him. But at least you got him. You got him healthy. You got him at RB ten mm-hmm. this year. I mean, he's been good this year, though. Is the, I mean, he's been up and down, part. but. He's been getting touchdowns and he's been good through the air, but so what do you see Edmonds as this week? Edmonds as uh, with DJ not practicing all week, must start. I don't know what else there's to no, say. No, like got top what back this oh. week? Because I, I feel like he's a guaranteed top ten back. I'd say. I would say top uh, top fifteen. I don't I think, think he makes it into the RB one category. Yeah, Ooh. I think I think he's borderline low end. That Saints run D is yeah. They're good. amazing. They're good. But I think I mean I I think he'll get a lot of touches, especially through the passing game um but temper your i mean more than temper your expectations on david johnson and get ready to move him or do something with him he might be going to ir too um why do we care you know, who wants to read this kicker announcement oh i do i do i love special teams oh, so <laughs> brett maher and i'm a giants fan and i was an endorser of the eagles this season so i don't necessarily get much joy out of saying this but Matt, <laughs> brett maher the kicker for the cowboys kicked three 60 plus yard field goals this week at home in a dome, obviously, but this was the first time in NFL history where something like this has happened. So I'm gonna give him a small golf clap. In, you know what? If Prater, true kicker fashion, if Prater did that, I would be pretty hyped. So yeah, exactly. I'll give it it, to it, you. It's a pretty cool thing, and if you actually watch the game, they show how far uh, some of the kicks would have been good from using the new Amazon Web Services tracking. And Probably I think AWS, the one right before the end of the first half would have been good from 66. Jeez. Jeez. Looking Shout like out Dick to Joshua Summers for that little. That little tidbit. He made me put that in the dock. Titty bit. Love it. Whoa. <laughs> Rogers, Aaron Rodgers, six 
touchdowns, finally. I was trying to get him off my team every way I could. <laughs> Devontae Adams out against the Raiders. Marquez Valdez, Scandling, Geronimo Allison. Looks like the whole entire receiving core is out. Aaron Rodgers don't care. Five oh, through they the both air. Did play. Yeah, they, <laughs> which was pretty bad. Jared proclaimed them out on, on the broadcast last yeah. week, but they did play. But where do we see Rodgers going? Do we put him in the top five? The Hall of Fame. We put okay. We know that. I mean, but we took him in the you, top, five, top five fantasy quarterbacks for the rest. Of you got to love fantasy football because last week he was probably quarterback twelve or thirteen, and we on this show there was a legitimate argument that he wouldn't I crack the top like nine. Well, he wouldn't crack the top nine because there is a considerable gap between yeah. him and the rest, <laughs> and now he's quarterback seven right behind Matt Ryan. Yeah, I mean, I was putting, I was putting, I think I put him and some nice flex piece out for Matt Ryan before last week and. Boy, am I glad that got rejected. Uh, but you're, you're sitting pretty. I don't know what turned on for him, but he's got another decent matchup this week. I mean, yeah, top five guy, rest of the season. I'm going to say no. I'm also saying no, because I think the top three are a lock for the most part for now. I think this all depends on Devontae Adams. I think he's said he's two million times better, which is science. But uh, it looks like he's going to be out again this week. But Devon, I mean, he did he made he did it without Devontae Adams. Imagine what he could do with him. Moving on, Ryan Tannehill coming in for the Titans, getting it done against the powerful Chargers. Um, he looked really good. He looked like a decent NFL quarterback, and. Corey Davis and AJ Brown have been two of the top waiver wire pickups this uh, this week. I'm I'm part of the reason that's the case. I'm I've been a big proponent of both of them, including uh, actually all three of them, both wide receivers and Tannehill. I've been talking about Tannehill since before the season that I thought he was better than just Mariota. swaying the just swaying the media in the, in the right direction. I, I'm taking full credit full for this. Credit. I really switch. like the way you think. Yeah, I, I mean, really do. I mean, if you'll even look back one year, Tannehill last year on the Dolphins <laughs> led that team to seven wins and. There really hasn't been much turnover in on the, that team. The, they were not a seven-win team last year. They were probably closer to a three- or four-win team. And they're, they, I think they went over five. I think they won six out of eight games. I think they won six out of eight games when they were in a one-score game. And that's, that's something that uh, statistically regresses back towards the average. And when you go as good of 500 as they did last year, this year they're—actually— I don't even know that's true because I don't think they've been in many one-score games aside from the Bills. Yeah, I mean. They did beat the Patriots last year too. Yeah. Can you shout out Rob Gronkowski? <laughs> Worst safety in the league. We're going to give Great you a little, little taste of yay or nay because this hits the top one we had there. Okay. Ryan Tannehill finishes QB 14 last week, plays the rest of the year, starts the rest of the year, and finishes. My answer is yes. I don't know. The and is a top 12 quarterback rest of the season. Oh, uh, I think that's too, that's too much. Can we say 15? 12. It's Ryan Tannehill for the Titans. Do you, but the quarterback landscape is is after eight just drops. Would you rather? Do would you, you trust Kirk Cousins or Ryan Tannehill? Kirk, of course. Kirk. Kirk's been fucking. <laughs> oh, there we go. Uh, let's not, keep going. Just keep going. Uh, it's been great. He's been so good. He's Except been so for so last good. Week we did throw a touchdown pass. Yeah, but he's he was really good at football last uh, night. He was a great quarterback. I will say, Michael is questioning starting Tannehill above Matt Ryan this week. Against Tampa, Matt Ryan against Seattle. Uh, Matt Ryan on yeah, a bummy don't blame ankle. Me on this one. Matt Ryan I mean, on a bum ankle against Jadavion Clowney. Yeah, I look at guys starting at there. twelve at the for this year. Guys like Kirk Cousins, Carson Wentz, Matthew Stafford, Gardner Minshew, Philip Rivers, Jacoby Brissett, who have been good but have been nothing spectacular. Brissett's Brian Tannehill could come in and and so what and do you play well. so so let's 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 say and have you answer the question. I'm going to say yes. I think more realistically, he finishes 12 to 15. So why but, isn't he on all we your teams, bud? You aren't in all of my leagues. He's on my team in this league. The other league we're in, I have Deshaun Watson. I don't need Ryan Tannehill on my team. In oh, that I have league. a trade offer for you, actually. I mean, yeah, still I mean, Carson Wentz for Deshaun Watson. You no, still no, want to do that? I'll just, we'll just say it on the air. Say it. It's uh, Russell Wilson and Miles Sanders for Deshaun Watson and Alexander Madison. Think about it. Right. It's actually not bad. Because Jordan over. Howard, you got the one year contract. Miles Sanders is a great fun, d- dynasty option there. I think it makes sense for both of us. I'm glad you think that. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Let me let me know. Talk to my agent, okay? All right. Zeke, back to where you drafted him. Finally getting the touches he deserves. 
I, uh, on the pre-OU episode, said I was very concerned if he didn't get that volume, but he's back at it. But another running back that you really just bad, David Montgomery with two carries. This is just sad, too. Matt Nagy. He's, I'm not I an idiot. I hate him so much. I know much. we need to run the ball. I hate him so much. David Montgomery is very good at football, and they're just wasting him right now. They're they're not utilizing their de- decent O line. Mitchell Trubisky is terrible. The whole team they're has ruining seven this this defense that they've built for no reason. It pains me when I say this, but the the Bears this year are last year's Jags, in which oh, yeah. last year the Bears relied so much on a number one defense. And now the defense is probably borderline top ten. They have not been the same. It's safe Portals to say line? that. And Ex- now you're actually exposing a, you're exposing a quarterback that can't play, and their offensive line hasn't been sturdy enough to have a run game. So their offense has been terrible, and the defense hasn't been scoring touchdowns every week. And the Bears are back to being. How soon until Mitchell Trubisky is the backup quarterback somewhere? <laughs> I mean, who else? Who else would they? Say? I mean, Chase Daniel might be a better start than Mitchell Trubisky, That's even when all both we've are seen healthy. So far, but. The only bright spot on that offense, Allen Robinson. He reminds defense. he reminds me of Amari Cooper. Yeah. In like terms that. of he just schools defenders with his beautiful route running. We had a, he's great in the air. We had a we had a he just needs a QB. Controversial dud on the on the show from Michael. That was me actually. Or from Jared. <laughs> Allen Robinson. I mean, Marshawn Lenoir's been getting it done against the wide receiver one. He he had seventy yards and a touchdown last week. I wanted to pick him this week against Casey Hayward, but I can't do that. He's on my keeper team. Big week too this week against Noah. Oh, you're gonna lose. We but should, we should I, I mean, I agree yeah, with you on that. Allen Robinson isn't quite as, as doesn't have quite the top end speed as Amari, but he is incredible in the air. And Absolutely. watching him, it is it, reminiscent of his, his years with that year with Blake Bortles. <laughs> Lamar Jackson back to QB one. Is that it? Is he gonna stay up there sitting pretty? I think someone wants to. Changed their opinion from last week. Last week I said Deshaun Watson over Lamar Jackson. And this week I'm changing it back to Lamar Jackson. Purely because Deshaun is just so much more inconsistent than Lamar. And Lamar just so many rushing yards, so many rushing touchdowns. He has one game under 20 fantasy points this year. You know, you these can't two get are gonna, that consistency I think else. these two are going to flip-flop. I think after this week Deshaun's back at number one. Probably, but I would still have Lamar going forward. All right, I'm going to stick to my guns. You you tried to copy my fantasy MVP last week to pretend like <laughs> you were so smart. I'm going to stick to my guns. Deshaun Watson is super good at football. We're staying with him. Uh, let's talk about a little bit more trades. And here's something that's been a fantasy tactic. Uh, you know, we have these guys who look like prime trade candidates from all over the league. Um you know, can we predict trades? Can we move around fantasy? Can we trade for these guys? Can we trade them away? Uh, in general, what do you guys think about this strategy in fantasy football? What are you talking about? Basically buying low? Well, let's say, let's put out a name right here. AJ Green has been injured. He's in a terrible situation. He's on a contract year. They're going to send him away. The Bengals can go get some draft picks for him. Potentially even like a second, even maybe a late first round kind of thing, kind of player. Do you trade for AJ Green? Low in anticipation of a trade. I don't. Is there any scenario where you're doing that? Maybe I, Robbie. Anderson? The Bengals have been very stubborn on saying they don't want to trade their franchise player. Are they? Gonna, they're not going to sign him next year, are and they? I well, just the Redskins aren't going to sign Trent Williams, and he's still sitting at home doing nothing. And I don't trust AJ Green enough to trade for him because I think he gets more value. Yes, when AJ Green is healthy, he is a stud, but he has never been able to fully stay healthy, and you're probably giving up more than you should for a guy that might play three games on your team, three, this four, is, five. It's a shame. Um, let's go through these names and answer this me this question. Does this guy get traded? And do you want to move him around for a trade related <laughs> an NFL trade related Oh my god. Encourage let's get into it. <laughs> All right. Joe Mixon. No. I mean, we can talk about Joe Mixon for a second. What are you doing with him? I mean, he's borderline droppable. You're benching him, and you are not trading for him. He's so In talented. any way possible. As someone who drafted him in the second round, being a believer because he led the AFC in rushing yards last year, Zach Taylor doesn't run the ball, period. Yeah. And he has Andy Dalton as his quarterback, and his star receiver's hurt. His best player on offense, he does not utilize. And, I mean, you can't really blame him that much because their offensive line is miserable. But Mixon's in a terrible situation. Ten carries, two yards, baby. Yeah, I mean – that offense is all predicated off the play action. It's the same thing as what the Rams run, and 
we saw it at the beginning of this year when Gurley wasn't playing at 100%. The offense was lackluster, yeah. to say the least. Love it. Mixon is I, – I don't think he's that same level. I don't think he's somebody that can carry the team. But he's good enough that I don't think they're willing to move him. And he's young. I think this is I think this is going to be a long suffering for Cincinnati as they Ugh. as they're going to compete for the number one overall draft pick, lose it to Miami, who probably won't win a game. And then <laughs> who's gonna I kinda like Miami against Cincinnati they if they were to week fourteen, right? Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. I'm gonna love that. That, that, that might make be the some game early, of the year. Some early Will they both be Owen yeah. thirteen well, or twelve at the time? Who are they beating? Well the Bengals with the Jacks, well, last week was the last time for me to see if Joe Mixon could do something because that was going to be the most favorable game script game in which they would probably be in it for a couple quarters. And the Jags' run defense was suffering, All right, like well, 25th in the league, and he did nothing. As usual, we are way off schedule <laughs> just because we just love talking about this, what we love to do. Um, Melvin Gordon, going to get traded? I don't think so. No. Kenyon Drake? I think so, yes. Yeah, I think so. Agreed. Marvin Jones? No. no. O.J. Howard? Yes. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I care. If he goes to a, a tight end needy team. We know you care, Noah. You still will forever I have care. this soft spot in your heart for O.J. Howard. It's Darwin Thompson and O.J. Howard. Let's talk about Noah our Austin. dude versus dud last week. I had my guy, John Brown. I'm just going to take credit for it. You guys had Joe Mixon and Brandon Cooks. You suck. Mm-hmm. I had Terry McLaurin as my dud. One for 11. Wow, you, you picked a guy against the 49ers in the rain. Against the second best defense oh, yeah. in the league. Who has OBJ in the, against, against the rain. Against uh, New England this Not week. Not me. Terry McLaurin and OBJ are two different categories. See, the first thing I thought of was I went through rankings and saw Terry McLaurin in the top 20, and I said, oh, I guess I'll just pick him. And then I go on the dock. <laughs> Noah had already picked <laughs> him. <laughs> Too late. Waiver watch. Daryl Henderson. This guy's good at football. Uh... And that guy, Todd Gurley, is not healthy, no matter what they're going to say. I think that Todd Todd Gurley, it's a matter of time before he's out for a week. Get him on your bench. Philip Dorsett talked about wide receiver for the Patriots. Look out for drop guys. One guy I picked up this week that was dropped, DK Metcalf. That's a a $20 buy-in league. Let's go, baby. Throw him in the flex, baby. Against the (laughs) the Falcons. Baby. Uh, (laughs) Watch out for Josh Gordon. Throw him on your IR. And Demarius Thomas with the Robbie Anderson trades is an interesting uh, deeper league ad and already talked about it J.D. McKissick running back for the Lions uh, he could be an interesting uh, ad especially in PPR I'll go into mine a uh, little tight end streamer this week there's multiple tight end streamers you got Hill from the Saints Jared Cook's not playing Jonu Smith Delaney Walker's not going to be playing uh, Cameron Bray O.J. Howard's not playing there's, there's guys to pick up out there Drew Brees dropped in a lot of leagues not even owned in a lot of leagues I think he's a must own at least 12 team i think well yeah there's at least 12 qbs that you're probably not gonna have you know what i'm saying yeah okay <laughs> plus name value <laughs> and no steelers defense <laughs> it's probably too late to get them honestly yeah i said that last week <laughs> so going off that trend jets play the dolphins next week look for the jets defense. oh really i haven't been saying that for eight weeks yeah, but did you have you I, uttered the words, words Jets, Jets defense? defense. I you am have not, not on this podcast, and I apologize. So, so stay true to your word <laughs> in suggesting the defense that plays Miami next well, week. Well, I was going to let the Coracle cover that, but okay, Michael. We already, already highlighted my two: Deshaun Hamilton and Kiki QT. The Get them on your Kiki roster Kiki for the Texans and the Coracle. <laughs> I got Ryan Tannehill and AJ Brown. I felt we already covered those, and then the last one I'm going to say is Kyle Rudolph from Minnesota. I think they've really been expanding that. What did you do last game. week or yesterday? What was it? Two catches? <laughs> Something not great. But oh, the, the passing game wasn't there, and Washington very sneakily has a front seven that can compete. They like to they like to play that smash mouth style of football up front. And sorry for overusing the term today, but it just seems <laughs> I'm using it appropriately when we're talking about the teams that really like to just put their heads down and play that physical game instead of the. Uh, like a 49ers team where it's more schematics and drawing it up offensively to make things work instead of just putting your head down and Oof. pushing someone down the field. Hey, when the when the Coracle speaks, he, it just flows. It's X's undivided and attention. Jimmy's and Joe's. You don't. When the Coracle speaks, you can't you can't interrupt. It's just from the gods. It's from the Zeus himself. Uh, America's favorite segment of the week. <laughs> Zeus. Michael's Michael Dixon minute of the week. No, Three, it was it was taking a while two, to transition into it. One. Last week, only three punts, but over 50-yard average. One inside the 20, one touchback. It's his third of the year. Cut him some slack. 
And I want to do a little special shout out to the Seattle Seahawks, who, as Noah aforementioned, traded for Quandre Diggs, a former Texas Longhorn. And they now roster Puna Ford, Michael Dixon, and Quandre Diggs. They are now the Texas Longhorns of the NFL. And some Longhorns could be making big impacts in the playoffs. The Seahawks look to be a playoff team. Imagine if Michael Dixon punts in the Super Bowl. Wow. I, I could just I could see it happening. We're gonna have to keep And he's a game changer. Going. I mean, if they can get Cameron Dicker on their team somehow in the next couple of years, they have a solidified best special teams from in terms of punting and kicking. Now they need some coverage teams, but in the league. Period. Yeah. Wow. You're just you're killer. That's why America. Fifty eight seconds on the dot. <laughs> Bye, sell. Talked about Calvin Ridley going to see way more targets in this offense. Uh, he really keeps saying Ridley. What is it? Rid- Ridley. Ridley. All right. Ridley. Like Stephen Ridley. <laughs> and Gerald Everett, who is slowly becoming a top 10 tight end. He's number nine right now. What's that, Jared? I got. I was just ready to say You're mine. looking at me like you want to kiss me? <laughs> <laughs> I always do. Okay. Well, we'll take care of that later. Tyler. <laughs> Tyler Boyd's my bye. Uh, he's, he still has the targets, and as long as he's still getting the targets, it's a guy you want. Alex Erickson. Tevin Coleman also. It's He, he seems like to like be the one. lead back. Had 20 these? carries last week. He's playing Tyler the Panthers Boyd is a, this week. is a Bengal. Tevin Coleman is a 49er. <laughs> Running back for the 49ers. Yeah. Come on, let's help, let's help the fans out. Oh, my bad, my bad. Let's get for it. me, I'm going to take a trip down to Foxborough. Josh Gordon. What team plays there? Josh Gordon, a receiver for the Patriots. Now on the IR, as we, as we have mentioned. James White. Is in any PPR league someone you should be buying and someone that I think will produce more than what he has? Second one, I really, I really want to piggyback off of the chloracle here. Corey Davis. Coracle. That's what I said. You said the, did you say chloracle? <laughs> There's no Clorox in this recipe. <laughs> coracle. Oh, he spoke. If Corey Davis, he might not even be owned, pick him up. But if he is owned, I think I you could. I him up in one league. You, I think he's someone that with a competent quarterback. I mean, he was uh, a top five pick. There was a can return significant quick, value. There was a montage of of his of Ryan Tannehill's passes to him on Twitter with the song "At Last <laughs> My Love," and I just AJ Brown or Corey Davis. Corey Davis. Corey Davis. I can't trust a rookie. The fifth her. overall pick a few years AJ ago. AJ Brown's good at football. Oh, five oh, minutes. Very. All right, Coracle. Who are your buys? So the first one I'm going to keep very simple. It's anyone that wears the gang green uniform. Mm. I think that Jets offense has. The easiest schedule remaining in the season. They play the Dolphins. They play the Redskins. They they're off. A lot of they, bad teams. It's just bad defenses across the board. Oh, I like this. And next I one. think that means Sam Darnold. Do not worry. He's seeing ghosts against one of the top defenses of all time. They've give their QB QBRs up to this point against the Patriots. I think are twenty points worse than they were against the eighty-five Bears. So this Patriots defense, especially the secondary, is unreal. Yeah, and one one quick stat: if you spiked the or if it was you threw, I think if it was you spiked the ball every time, you'd have a higher passer rating than hmm. passer ratings against the Patriots. If the page, if the Patriots offense never touched the field this year, they would win. They would be three three and one. Jeez. Oh, well, there was a point. They would win they more <laughs> defensive touchdowns than the other team. You know what I like the most about the Coracle? Just let rest Brady. He's gonna be fine. You're a Giants fan, right? Yes. So he's come on this show, and he's highlighted the Cowboys and the Jets. That's what I love the most about and the Coracle. Incredibly and unbiased. And in finance. What a guy. I can't be biased. You know, what I a see, guy. I see this guy repping a big old Darius Leonard Colts, like, a baller. hockey jersey. This guy is here for the talent. This guy, he says, you know, my team sucks. I've been there, brother. My team sucks, too. You know we what? just love to see it. Speaking of talent, yeah. here's my dude of the week. Oh, It's ooh. DJ Moore. Against San Francisco. Why is that? Because I like it. That's why. I think that's a bad call. I think is I might have to. I might have a. a I might. I might be the reason why he's going bold because I keep. I kept telling him there's no reason to not go bold with your dude and duds. And I think this week we switched because I didn't go very bold and I couldn't find someone to be bold. But I'm going, Mr. Juju Smith Schuster. <laughs> Finally. Eh. Finally against Miami on Monday night. <laughs> gonna have. Gonna week. have Tess and. Yeah. Gonna have Tess and Booger calling it. Just, oh God! You know, put We're, are throw, we all on the same page about the Monday Night Crew? It's terrible. Is oh everyone under the sun on, <laughs> on the same page about that? <laughs> Although, can we say is Booger better than Jason Witten last year? No, yes. no, 
Jason, I, Jason wouldn't at least act. Jason didn't act like he knew anything. He would just repeat whatever Booger said. So it's like pull a bunny out of I his head or whatever. I think ESPN was ruined. Booger's got a. You throw go. the Texas playbook against the against the Sooners for, uh, for against Miami this week. Just throw those screens to Juju. Let him do his magic. I mean, that's a good call. My dude of the week, Corey Davis, against the Buccaneers. Thirty-first passing defense against fantasy wide receivers. Uh, he's in my jamming lineup. I love him. Corey Davis, wide receiver for the Titans. <laughs> and my guy's going to be backup, oh! backup running back, rookie out of oh, Memphis. Bold. We got Daryl Henderson love playing it. over in London. Did you see that cut two weeks ago? Oh, I see it. That <laughs> dude is explosive. Mm. And I think this week, flying over to London... <laughs> You got arthritis with Gurley, and I think, uh, and from what I understand, long distance flying leads to more inflammation in the oh, in general. Doesn't travel well. Arthritis doesn't, doesn't oh. travel well. Well, in general, injuries don't travel Let well. Let the coracle speak. And I think this could be a good week for Henderson to really pick up the workload. Cincinnati is god awful at stopping the run, and this could be a good week for the Rams to just get their ground game going. I expect that pass rush to be going hard early in the game. A couple of turnovers early, and this could really, honestly, this could be a bad game for golf because I don't think he's going to need to throw the ball very much. It's going to be all running backs. I agree. I think that's going to be an ugly game for the Bengals. I think they're going to lose the Bengals. Believe it or not, bold takes. No, let's go to duds. Speaking of bold takes, let's hear it. Christian McCaffrey. Oh my God! Never thought I'd see the day against the Niners. So does a dud mean like seventeen? Yeah, yeah. This is is an important. I think um, I want to say under fifteen half PPR. Is that fair? Make it twelve. Let's do thir- thirteen. Thirteen under thirteen against the Forty Nine ers. Shannon's he's got a he's got a he's got a smart head up there. I think he's gonna <laughs> you know that's what they say. I think he's gonna figure d- out. A d- way. I, I didn't that's know that. Good. That's that's good to know. D- 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 <laughs> this is gonna be I'm going game than you think. Julian okay. Edelman. <laughs> Moving on. I love it. Uh, OBJ. <laughs> That's too easy. Yeah. The, OBJ? Against the Patriots. Oh, really? What makes you say that? So he went bold with one and not bold with another. Oh my God, hey, baby I'm steps. Jared. Baby I steps. Like taking well, I think there's a good chance he goes off, honestly. What? <laughs> what is this? Good chance he goes off. Welcome well, to my, my dud of the week. Dud of the week. Yeah, he could. He's got the talent. Oh, Corey. Corey, Corey you're better than this. Last week, I'm going to. Er, uh, last week was, I think, pretty indicative. I'm going to go with Joe Mixon, and I think this could be an under 20 rushing yard type of day. He had two last week. Oh, so can we do we bring it down to 10? For Did two I go yards. too high? Let's go over was, under on 15 so, rushing yards. So I own Joe Mixon in my in, in my in in the Yahoo League. Yeah. Right? And so they have those fantasy fearless forecasts or whatever. And, and the guy's sitting up there talking and says, you know, not expecting a good week. Let's give him 35 total yards. And then he goes, whoa. That would be an explosion for Joe Mixon. <laughs> I, was, I just started laughing because those are supposed to be objective, right, over not emotional, yards. and he just laughed at over it. Over fifth, 20 total, 20 total. I'll go over. Under. I mean, you got, under. you got to break you off like go. a 13-yard right, run every now and then, Let's go right? into jamming. We got zero minutes left on the show. Let's just uh, talk about our last week, how we did last week. Sure. Noah is fully come back. Fully come back from he a terrible start to the season. Tied for second with Michael. 11 and 10. Michael Three games behind 10. Jared. I don't know if you picked that up. Jared was not speaking into the mic. Jared is 14 and 7 on the year. Noah and I are now tied 11 and 10. Wow. Guess and the is guest spot. The are you, Corey, are you going to help the guest spot recover? 6 and 15. Let's read our lineups real quick. Uh, no. I got <laughs> Jacoby, Brissett, Eckler, Jamal Williams, uh, John Brown, who's 20th, and I'm, he's my wide receiver one. Shout out my guy, John Brown. Corey Davis, 32nd. Henry. Mike, Teddy, B, slash Rudolph, Edmonds, Ty Johnson, Cortland Sun, Kenny Stills, Jared Leverett. I have a quick comment while you're reading that off. Jared. Did we say Hunter Henry was... was... He's number six. We get it. Uh, Jared, (laughs) Teddy, Edmonds, Ty Johnson, Cortland Sun, Marvin Jones, and Hawk? Wow. Corey. Stafford, who's definitely not... Uh, we we gave you the we gave you the Wolverine. Wolverine <laughs> we didn't give you the directions right. That's another episode of guys being dudes. That's a winning lineup, though. Let me tell you for sure. <laughs> uh, that's what another episode of guys being dudes fantasy football. We got the love doctors in the house. What's the show on today, boys? Oh, big one! Cool. It's cuffing season, right? Or we're past it's cuffing Dalvin season. Cook, he's my running back. 
This is math. I'm just kidding. We're just putting a little. Thing. Are we giving like a little so like sorry. Thanksgiving dinner maybe over Corey, Christmas thank holidays? Thank you so much for being thank on the you show, for me, guys. The Coracle. The Coracle. He's gonna. He's got to come back. Got he it. could. I would. I would resign. Too. I'd be willing to give up my spot is, for the Coracle. That is very honorable special. of you. Um, another episode of Guys Me and Dudes Fantasy Football. DM us at Dudes Football and follow us on Twitter at Dudes Football as well. Thank you so much for listening. Our podcast is available on iTunes Podcast, and uh, yeah. Any last words, Coracle? No, just a pleasure to be here, and uh, let's go Giants. Hook them horns, baby. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. What's better than this? Guys being dudes.